Welcome to Ominous Ones. I'm Tara. We are a true crime podcast that covers missing people, murders, and all things ominous. If you like what you hear, make sure to like and subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. This episode is about the Whaley House. I decided to do this because I'm going to be going there soon. Thomas Whaley was born in New York City on October 5th, 1823. He was his parents' seventh kid. While in New York City, he took over control of his dad's business. I'm not sure what the business was, but it was successful. At some point, Thomas traveled through Europe for about two years. On January 1st, 1849, Thomas went to San Francisco for business. I think he opened a store, but after an arson fire, he went to San Diego in September of 1851. In 1853, he met and married Anna Eloise Delaney, Delaney in New York on August 14th. After getting married, they went to San Diego on December 7th. On May 6, 1856, construction started on the Whaley House. It was designed by Thomas himself in a Greek Revival style. He had a brickyard in town where he got the bricks for the house. The cost was more than $10,000 back then, which today would be around $360,000. Thomas said, quote, My new house, when completed, will be the handsomest, most comfortable, and convenient place in town or within 150 miles of here, unquote. On August 22, 1857, the Whaley's moved in, quote, finest in Southern California, unquote. It was considered a mansion back then, but was built on an old cemetery in the location of an incident that I'll get into later. Part of the house was made into the Whaley's and Crossways General Store for wholesale and retail supplies. In 1868, Thomas had one of the upstairs bedrooms turned into San Diego's first commercial theater after a traveling troupe stayed at the house. In the room, they made a stage and put in seats. Attendance could be up to 150 people, but a lot of that was standing room only. Thomas Tanner of the traveling troupe ran the theater but died 17 days after the theater opened. The county of San Diego paid $65 a month to lease the courtroom and three rooms upstairs in 1869. Thomas offered to sell the house to the county, but they never took him up on his offer. The San Diego Superior Court used the courtroom in the house for a day on May 17, 2022 to, quote, recognize the significance of the one-room courthouse, the late pioneer judges, and the then-landlords, the Whaley family, unquote. The Whaley's had six kids, Francis Hinton, born in 1854, Thomas Jr., born in 1856, Anna Amelia in 1858, George Hay in 1860, Violet Eloise in 1862, and Corinne Lillian in 1864. Thomas Jr. died when he was a year and a half old on January 29, 1858, of scarlet fever. After the baby died and a fire burnt down the general store area, but not the whole house, they moved to San Francisco. After the family moved, Thomas gave his affairs to Frank Ames in January of 1859. Frank worked for Wells Fargo. In the middle of 1868, Thomas made some money and moved the family back to San Diego on December 12, 1868, after they fixed their old house up from the previous fire that destroyed the store. Violet and Anna both got married at the Whaley House on January 5, 1882. Anna married her first cousin, John T. Whaley, and Violet married George Bartolocki, I think is how you say that. 
Soon after Violet was married, her husband wrote her a letter telling her he was a con artist who had married her to get to the family's money. He told her he wanted to stay married and would do whatever it took to prove it wasn't about the money anymore, but Thomas and his wife did what they could to keep George away from Violet. Violet, who was said to be suffering from melancholy, shot herself with her dad's gun on August 19, 1885, in the house. She was 22. She left a note that said, quote, Mad from life's history, swift to death's mystery, glad to be hurled anywhere, anywhere out of this world, unquote. The note is also a passage from a poem, Bridge of Sighs, written by Thomas Hood. A side note, Edgar Allan Poe used to talk about that poem a lot. After Violet died, Corinne's fiancé left her because of the scandal of Violet. After all of that, Thomas decided to build a single-story house for the family downtown. After they moved out, the Whaley house stood vacant for over 20 years. Frances Whaley was married December 31, 1888 to Susan Murray in Mendocino, California. Thomas Whaley died from an illness on December 14, 1890 at their downtown house. Anna Amelia died December 12, 1905 in Modesto, California. The house was in bad shape when Francis Whaley decided to restore it at the end of 1909. He turned it into a tourist attraction where he would entertain people and show off the history of the house. In 1912, Thomas's widow Anna, Corinne, Francis, and George all lived at the Whaley house. In 1913, on February 24th, Anna died at 80 years old. On November 19, 1914, Francis died. George died on January 5, 1928, and Corinne died in 1953. She lived in the house until she died. On May 25, 1960, the house opened as a museum, and it stayed that way, changing hands over the years. You can now visit it and even do a ghost hunt at night. On to the ghost. The Whaley family themselves said they thought the place was haunted by James Robinson, also known as Yankee Jim. This is the story I talked about at the beginning. So, Yankee Jim. They think he got to California in 1842 and was in San Diego in 1852, so before Thomas had built the house. Yankee Jim was described as a, quote, tall, blonde Canadian, unquote. He was possibly a sailor before he got to San Diego and was maybe a gold prospector. The gold rush was from 1848 to 1855. It's debated if Jim was on a crime spree hoping to end in Mexico or if he was actually a good guy who just decided that he wanted to be in California. While Thomas had money, San Diego definitely did not. Around the time Jim got there, the city was dealing with bankruptcy. There was a lot of crime going on. Allegedly, Jim tried to steal Plutus, a 30-ton pilot boat, from the San Diego Bay. People chased him, but he got away in a rowboat and went across the bay, ending in Point Luma, Loma? A few hours later, Jim stopped at a ranch asking for some food. The rancher heard of a, quote, tall stranger in a red shirt, unquote, being on the run. The rancher assumed it was him, got a sword, chased him, hit him over the head with said sword, tied him to a mule, and walked him into the town. A few days later, Jim and a couple of his friends had a trial. Jim thought the trial was a joke to scare him because, allegedly, the judge was drunk and the jury was made up of some of the guys who had chased him in the bay. He was found guilty and was sentenced to be hung. Some people wanted it to happen right then and there, but the court said no, they had to wait 24 hours. San Diego didn't have a jailhouse, so they tied Jim to a tree for the night. On August 18th, they hung him and said the scaffold wasn't tall enough for him. 
He was six foot three, so it took him half an hour to die. He was hung at the location where Thomas had built the house. People say they see Jim's ghost around, and if they walk over the spot he was hung, they have a feeling of being choked. He also leaves footprints around the house, stomps around, and makes ominous noises all over the house. People also see the family members who died there. Baby Thomas Jr., who people will say they can hear cry and giggle. Violet is seen a lot on the second floor where her room was that she said to have locked herself in after the marriage was over. They can smell Anna's perfume just randomly all over the house. Francis Kern and George can also be seen. People say they feel cold spots all over the house, which they think is Violet. Thomas is seen at the top of the stairs in what he usually wore, a top hat and a coat. Stuff in the house will move on its own. A chandelier will randomly swing, and lights are known to just turn off and on whenever they want. The house has been called the most haunted house in America a few places. I found a quote that said, The house has witnessed more history than any other building in the city, unquote. And that's the story of the Whaley House. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you guys next time.